Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. plushcare.com/weightloss. Hello and welcome to Growing Up Female with me, Connie Simmons. This is the podcast where we chat about what it's really like to grow up female behind the shiny social media profile. I'll be chatting to a whole host of young, inspirational women about race, beauty standards, periods, body shaming, sex, relationships, social media, everything it means to grow up as a female today. Hi everyone, I have two fabulous guests on today, uh, two legends, Laura. Hello, how are you doing? I was going to say Laura Biceps. Yeah, you can, that's, that's my name. Bronze from Biceps <laughs> yeah. and the amazing Claire Sanderson from Women's Health. Hello. Thank you so much for coming and joining me today. Welcome. Um, so I was doing a little bit of um, research last night and noticed that both of you have something in common that actually I have in common with you too. And that's that fitness and just living well has sort of not saved you but you were talking about depression and how exercise has really helped you in eating well Claire yes and Laura I know that you were a bit of a party animal at one point I think you went through a bit of a breakup and then you found lifting and fitness yeah and then for me um I had a severe stomach infection became really ill I was overweight and had a fatty liver and I was just I just lost myself Mm. and that was my wake-up call and now I just love exercising and eating well and for me that really highlighted how the sort of fitness industry and what direction it's going in and it's sort of linking so much with mental health would you agree and do you think that's where we're going with fitness at the moment is that there's a bigger focus on the mental yes i i would agree i think wellness is moving away from aesthetics and more for holistic benefits to your mental and physical health and i think it's commonly known now that if you sort your head out the rest will follow and there's so much research that's saying moving more and eating better is absolutely crucial for good mental health i i live with low level depression i'm very open about it i'm medication free i was on medication for a long time i've been in hospital twice with depression but the way I manage my mental health now is through exercise and nutrition. So not only do I move my body on a daily basis and if for some reason I can't, it does have a detrimental effect on my mental health and I do start struggling a bit. Um, But also I I monitor my nutrition so I reduce my alcohol, I try and eat less sugar (laughs) and I, yeah, try is is the operative word there because I'm... That's uh, all you can do really, isn't it? You can't put too much pressure on yourself because then that becomes a bit of a mental issue then as well, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And I am a bit of a sugar fiend and I do love a jelly sweet. I won't name the brand, but we all know which one I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, but but for me to to be a better mum and a better manager and a better friend and a better colleague, I have to exercise and I prioritise it. So some people might say it's quite selfish that I leave my two young children three mornings a week and come up to London and train with Laura. And I also train with Alice Living. I train at Third Space. Um, but but for me, it makes me a better all round um, person. But it also it's also essential to, for my mental health care. Anyone that calls you selfish in that situation has just no idea. Completely ignorant. Now becoming a mum, I totally get it, and that's something that I found really hard. That I have to find childcare in order to exercise, and before I could just do it when I wanted. Mm. Now I love and appreciate exercise so much more because I feel a little bit lost without it, and I have days where. You know, it's raining outside. I sort of Macy hates the car, and I'm stuck indoors. And there's nothing more that I want to do than just walk fast around the park with her. You know, mm. and because because it makes me feel good. And I'll find by the end of that day, I feel really down. Yeah. And I start questioning my Instagram. I start questioning myself. I start looking at myself in the mirror, and that's got to stop. And I don't think that's selfish. I think that's just part of self love and self care. And like you said, when you look after yourself, you you can be a better mum. Well, obviously, you set an example for your daughter because yeah. there, there is research by Sport England that's saying children brought up by mums who exercise, and that's not to say the dads are irrelevant, they're not, but this research was focusing on women. And children who are brought up by mums who exercise are much more likely to exercise themselves as children and into adulthood because, you know, they're little sponges, mm. aren't they? You know, my, my daughter does squats with me mm. um, and, you know, her, her techniques need some work. But she, <laughs> she? she's four oh. um, on the 8th of October. So oh. bless her. She looks Great about age. six. She's um, she's she's my little mini me in every oh. way. She, she's stubborn, argumentative, but hilarious. But all also, she she has the build that I had when I was younger, and I it was something that I was always very insecure and self conscious about because I was always taller than a lot of the other girls. I was always bigger built and strong, and um, you know I used to carry a little bit of puppy fat when I was younger. And I've grown up with lifelong body insecurities because of that, because behaviours I developed as a child weren't tackled by my mm, parents or my no. teachers because it was a different time. I'm in my forties now. So for me, when I look at Nell, my daughter, she if you were to see a picture of her, she is the absolute spitting image of what I looked when I was younger. But also in her build as well. She's an, she's four um, in October, but she wears age six to seven clothes in some shops. Mm. You know, she's very tall. She's very strong. Nursery comment about how freakily strong she is. Now she can pick up things and they're like, what? <laughs> That's weird on, that Nell. that child. Yeah. So you, <laughs> so you must be... Um, really I can see why maybe you and Laura do a lot of work together and why mm. you admire Laura's method of training them because yeah. Laura's all about being strong yeah um Laura that's what's empowered you is that whole lifting aspect and I'm yeah. so glad that this this is sort of coming through in the fitness industry now and it's not all about being skinny because being skinny doesn't make you happy <laughs> yeah and I think I'll be I'll be the first to admit that my initial relationship with with exercise as a teen was around aesthetics. Mm. Like as a kid, like probably similar to to all of us, right? So I was, I played football, rugby, hockey, basketball, judo. I did everything that stereotypically you wouldn't expect a girl to do, but I was good at it and I really loved it. And at that age, I wasn't that aware that I was the odd one out. So, you know, I was the only girl at football camp, cool. You know, I got Mm. picked last, whatever. At that age, it didn't really bother me because I just loved it. And then as you grow older, you start. I start to become more aware of my gender. You know, I couldn't go in the same changing rooms. And actually then I thought, 
maybe I'm, you know, I'm not doing dance and ballet like the rest of the girls. What's, what's wrong with me? So I started to try and make a difference. And I started to look at myself a bit differently and thought, maybe I should be thin. Maybe I should be smaller. And that kind of went through life as a, as a teen. Um, and then at university and all of that kind of stuff, all like, you know, drinking culture, whatever. Yeah, it turned into a bit of a party animal. And I just lost my way with myself. All that kind of team sport I used to do still did it but I didn't respect myself mm. uh, at all my behaviors my actions were not to pursue a healthy or, or well lifestyle I'd say um and then I started just exercising in a in a transactional way I need to go to the gym tonight I need to mm. burn x amount of calories I need to get this work done and I did stuff like going on the treadmill for an hour which I actually hated but just because I had to do it and if I didn't do it, you know, similar to as, you know, Claire mentions, if you don't do it, you sort of set yourself that target, you then start to feel bad about mm. yourself. And actually that just wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't sustainable for me. Mm. Um, I then I went, as you mentioned, I had a, I had a 10 year relationship. So I was with this wonderful chap from the <laughs> age of 15. Um, and we broke up after about 10 years. That's a long time. I was all, it? Yeah, it was, he was the most amazing. We were best friends. We were absolutely inseparable and, you know, whatever. It, it didn't quite work out. So you go into this revenge body kind yeah, of thing, yeah, right? Yeah. You're like, okay, right, I need to do this differently. I need to be this different person because you felt rejected in, in a way. So I thought, I know what I'll do. I'll run the London Marathon. That'll make me thin because if I tell everyone I'm running the marathon, I'll have to do all this running. Surely by that point I'll be thin. And I, I was, I was really thin. Was I strong? No. So mm. I was full of injuries. I didn't respect myself. I was restrictive with my food. At one point I weighed myself multiple times a day and it would, mm. if I put on a pound that day, it would affect my mood the whole and day. And that probably was just the poo. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was like, yeah, this is this is the thing is that, you know, and as as a trainer now and anything that promises you results in seven days is is a liar oh. because, you know, body composition change takes time. And I know we talk about training for life, but it, it really is true. If you restrict one day, it's a, it's a never ending cycle of un, unhappiness, yeah, I, I would say. And that's you're right. This is why I think as a as a trio, we all get on so well because we are so passionate about living well and moving for life and we've all had experience where perhaps we didn't have the best relationship with ourselves or with with fitness and now we're just grateful to be able to do it mm. and also for the for the listeners yes i've trained both connie and claire and they are ridiculously strong <laughs> they are they are incredible powerhouses in the gym and I they should they it. should be very proud i'm coming back i'm coming back please do i'm waiting for you i love it yeah no, do you know what? i can relate to both of those stories um having three brothers football you know what they did I had to do I did Irish dancing as well but I always wanted to play football and I loved it um and was brought up like it wasn't right you're a girl you should be doing that you're a yeah. boy it was just like mucking mum's like, I didn't have time to be thinking about gender and all that sort of thing <laughs> so you just mucking and I was a stronger build and I still am um if Bradley was a girl he'd have my build and if I was a boy I'd have Bradley we're both strong we mm. both can put on weight easily but we're but that also actually um is an advantage when it comes to sport in my opinion when it comes to football we were both defenders we were both mm. very good center backs you know like <laughs> so it's flipping it as well isn't it and seeing the positive okay I would yeah. never have been good at ballet but who cares mm. you know so it's like you can't you can't do it all and it's it's focusing on the positives and that's something that's really helped me okay I'm not like my size six friends but you know I've got great boobs and you know <laughs> and blah 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 you know you have to just look at the positives and um it's great that your daughter can look up to you so much my mum's tiny mm. so I my mother is I found that really hard growing up yeah. like 
why is my mum so small and she doesn't she can just like do the housework and she can lose weight yeah whereas I have to you know really work it if I wanted to lose weight mm. and, you know I had I was doing all sorts of all sorts of things so um I'm glad that I finally sort of found myself and I'm sort of strong when it comes to my mum I can kind of say to mum stop telling me to lose weight you don't know what it feels like it's mm. easy for you yeah. I've had that relationship with my mum a little bit and that's been quite tough um so I've had to find my own way there so I can totally see how much of a positive impact you're going to have on now yeah um with what you're doing and that's actually just really inspired me to even go for it even more because I want because Macy's probably gonna be like me um because she's a strong little thing she yeah. was only 5'12 when she was born but I can see she's solid and she's got such a strong core yeah yeah I was no, like it's has, all yeah. that all that core workout I've been doing with Bradley like it's core 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 <laughs> uh, it's like she's inherited it mm. <laughs> she's like this yeah Nell busts out some sit-ups she yeah. saw me doing sit-ups <laughs> and because I was doing them with my son for a bit of a you know just a bit of a play around <laughs> yeah and next thing Nell was there just yeah. busting out sit-ups and not even holding her feet or anything she was just doing sit-ups yeah and it, there's, there's no harm in that it's just a bit of a laugh isn't oh yes yeah, a bit of a laugh yeah. yeah she doesn't but I we were at a barbecue over the summer and um it was very warm as you know and all the children were running around in their underwear so Nell had her little knickers on and I was sat there chatting to friends of mine and Nell come up to me and she looked hurt and um, oh. she whispered in my ear and she said, he just called me fat. Oh. And one of the little boys there had called her fat. Now, I wanted to cry because yeah. I know how damaging words yeah. can be, even though, you know, fat is descriptive and we some people want to reclaim it. To, to me, I would find that hurtful yeah. if someone said it about me. So I was heartbroken for her. So I turned around to her and I said, you go and tell him you are not fat. You are big and strong like your mummy. She went, right, mum. <laughs> so off she went yeah. and she told him, I'm big and strong like my mummy. So and that's the, the rhetoric that I keep on repeating to her. But I do say that she's beautiful. I do say that she's pretty because I could have done with being told that when mm. I was younger and I never was. Mm. So all my securities were, were formed at a very young age when I was constantly weighing myself, even yeah. from the age of five, believe oh, it or not. Wow. Yeah. Um, but you hear schools, some schools are starting to weigh children. Oh, no, they're doing it now. Yeah, they're doing it. And they send letters home saying your child is obese. They send a letter. My son, Zach, is seven. He's not, nothing on him. He plays football, rugby. He's running around. Typical kid, you know, can't. Yeah, typical yeah, yeah, boy, yeah. can't keep him down. But he's he's broader than his friends. And um, they send a letter home saying that your son is overweight. And honestly... <gasps> You've seen pictures of Zach on yeah. on Inst on Instagram. Yeah. I mean, there is nothing no. of him, and obviously, I didn't share that information with Zach and just put the letter in the bin and thought, what an absolutely ridiculous letter to receive. Oh my but, goodness! You know, it's it's like crazy. I understand. I understand that you know can be a point where you know children aren't being fed healthily, or like mm. there might be that you know it will affect their health, and you know if you your I don't know this the stats behind this but I have heard that when you're overweight as a child you're more likely to be overweight as an yeah. adult and obviously that comes with health risks or obese mm. 
So I understand that, you know, we want to highlight to families, right, this is this is a great swap or healthy mm. alternative. But sending letters and weighing children, I mean, it's like we've gone 10 steps back. Yeah, because I don't think you need to weigh a child. You can see if a child yes. is of an unhealthy weight. Yes. And I think that's a conversation to be yeah. had with see, the I parents. don't weigh myself. I never have. Well, I go through fits and spates, but I do. I am I, I'm afraid still that person. That if I get on the scales and I don't like the number, it will freak me out. Mm. So I now choose not to get on the scales. Yeah. But with age, and I'm 41 and a half now, with age, I have come to celebrate my body more and by I mean my body I mean what I can do because I think for a 41 and a half year old woman who works full time with two young children I'm fitter than most people of my demographic you know and I can Probably yeah, younger, Claire. Can I just add to that? You're fitter than most people. Right. You don't have you. to. You don't have to caveat that. On, <laughs> yeah. Genuinely, I demographic. Think, I, th- I think it's hard for us though because we are surrounded by athletes. Mm. <laughs> you know, and mm. and and actually, when you really consider it, we are in a small minority of the UK population that has the you know has this level of fitness. But mm. we can we compare, and comparison is can be terrible. And what and what this moves um, brings me on to women's health magazine obviously and what's happening at the moment they've got a big campaign going on and i really want to talk about it because i think it's amazing and claire you're obviously really passionate about it. one of my questions was going to be but you've answered it for me was are you doing this because it's on trend but i know that that's not true listening to what mm. you've and you didn't know that was going to be one of the questions so yeah talk to me about project body love um Definitely not because it's on trend. I didn't think body sort of body acceptance was it was a trend. I think it's a it's a necessity, and I've absolutely introduced it to the mag because wellness needs to be inclusive. I think it is becoming inclusive, mm. so that's the the trend part of it, I suppose. Yeah, but we all need to be visually represented in the media all different shapes and sizes and demographics and fitness levels and i was very keen for for women's health to be less about the aesthetics and more about empowering women to be a healthy version of themselves and and healthy is the word there by Mm. the way because i don't want to be seen as glorifying obesity and all the sort of criticisms that get levied at some media brands when they start putting different body shapes Mm. in because we are women's health and I want women to be healthy. Yes. Um, So we launched Project Body Love and the aim is to encourage women to love the body they're in or if not love the body they're in accept the body they're in because we did research as part of the campaign nationwide research and the results that came back were were depressing although not that shocking to me but only six percent of women would say they love their body Mm. and i think it was 37 percent actually said they hate their body and i think how much of a strong word that is is to, to hate your body um and also there was shocking stats around children as well about, you know, eight out of 10 young girls under the age of 10 have been on a diet. And um, there were stats around how people are opting out of life situations, which I've done, by the way. You mm, know, if um, sure I don't have. feel that great that day, then I don't go out that night. So it was, it was just a depressing state of affairs. Um Outside London, especially, if we go back to this this bubble, in, in London, there tends to be people who are more engaged in, in wellness and going to the mm-hmm. gym and looking the part. So there, there seems to be more body confidence in London. But outside of London, in areas like South Wales, where I'm from, 
um, and, and Scotland and Northern Ireland, the, the, the stats were really quite depressing. So we got um, experts and medical experts and thought leaders like Laura involved in the campaign. And it's a summer long series of content in women's health. Um, we have also created an ebook, and it's a book aimed at adults who are around children. So mums or older siblings, aunts, uncles, because men can read it as well. Um, sports coaches, etc. And it's teaching you how to communicate about your body to the younger generation. Love this. Or what you should be saying about yourself or to them about their appearance. Yeah. So This um, definitely needs to be had. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because um, we've all, I've, I've learned, I've gone on a journey by doing this project. So I've learned that I've made mistakes in quote marks, sort of, you know, you should, the, the experts say you shouldn't really draw attention to a child's body. Like I've said to Nell, oh, look at your chubby little legs, thinking it's a term of endearment, but you, you shouldn't really do that. You shouldn't draw attention to certain body parts. So the, the book is um, split down into three chapters, one for preschoolers, one for primary school age and one for teenagers. So that's coming out soon. And also there's a podcast coming out in November. And Jada Cesar is the, the voice of it, who is... She was in my series one. Oh, well, I love Jada. She's a big love friend her. of Woman's Health. Um, and it's a month-long podcast and it's a body confidence journey. So it's an interactive podcast. It's only three to five minute um, segments, which the idea is you read it in the morning and it sets you up for the day. Great. And um, the idea, it's been written by a, a, a body confidence um, expert. And the idea is by the end of the 30 days, you're, you, you've, you've done so many exercises that you would have increased your, your self-esteem and body confidence. So I'm really proud of the campaign. It's not only living in women's health, it's in Cosmo, Red, Good Housekeeping and L. And that's because my CEO, a guy called James Wildman, thought that the campaign so embodied values that should live across multiple Hearst brands that it's the first time a campaign has ever gone across multiple brands. This is amazing. Is, yeah. This is what we need. Yeah. I think this is what women have been longing for for so long. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. 
I've, I'm a part of it. Yeah. Next issue, yeah. Laura, you're in this one. Yeah, I mean, honestly, for me, like, it was quite... Um, I was still, I'm still blown away. I can't even really talk about it. it, was, it, it as, as we record, it was only yesterday. And for me to, today's Laura, to pick it up and look at it and it's me, just being me. There's no, you know, airbrushing or whatever it is. It's me, you know, doing what I love. And it's not, you know, it's not just an, an exercise for exercise sake. It's how I actually train. It's how Claire and I train. It's, yeah. you know, it's functional strength training for women. And we're still living in the days of, you know, the myths and, you know, oh, women shouldn't strength train, it'll make you bulky. And I was just so proud to be able to represent every woman who can perhaps relate either to my story or can relate to the fact that maybe she doesn't feel she looks like the poster girl. And actually, you know, I was I was just proud to be able to do it. Mm. And also as a personal win for me, proud to be able to look at my body like that mm. and feel really like wow yeah and I didn't uh, not once did I look and go and criticize any parts good and and I and I didn't I just looked it's refreshing it really is and that was a a big win for me and the messages that I've had you know so refreshing to see me and you know whatever so it's just it it was incredible to be a part of it I I fully support it everything that Claire's doing yeah I mean I couldn't I couldn't believe well Laura you kindly put me forward they were looking for postnatal yeah I think Macy was what 12 weeks old and I was like Laura are you sure how nervous was I and she I was, was like, like no, no, I'm not, not sure me, if not I'm me. the right person. <laughs> I haven't gone back to the gym since having Macy. Are you sure about this? Anyway, I had the best time. Yeah. And it was amazing. And they were like, oh, we, do you know what? We'd love to use you again. And I would nearly fainted. And I was like, who the hell want to use me again? Because I'll be honest, I never really felt like I ever wanted to pick up women's health when I was at uni. And I, I had... Um, um, a subscription for OK Magazine and like <laughs> other Vogue and other things like that. But women's health, as much as I've always been sporty, I've played football, netball, quite high levels and stuff like that. I never felt like I could relate to women's health, but now I do. Yeah, because we, we have been on a journey and we yeah. have changed the representation yeah, of, of women in there. Um, yeah. um, we've all been. I mean, it's just you've just evolved, and mm. um, hopefully, I know it's a campaign for the summer, but I'm hoping that oh, this no, is something's gonna. No, it's gonna live on. No, it's um. This sort, this part of the campaign sort of like ends, but it doesn't end. It's a we it's in December, but we're already planning Project Body Love for next. It's kind year. of launching this yes. summer, but it's okay, yeah. So but... we've got Women's Health Live again next year, yeah. and we'll be relaunching it at Women's Health Live if if that makes sense. So yeah. we launched it this year at Women's Health Live, and then we'll be starting it again in April at the event um, in London and the Business Design Centre. Oh, I have to make sure I come to that. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I'd love to. Well, I think I've put you down, actually. Oh, yay! (laughs) Just haven't communicated with you. You can't take it back now. That's it. (laughs) It's recorded. (laughs) See you there. So that brings me to Women's Health famous front cover. I know that Mm. it's a lot of people's goals to be on the front cover of Women's Mm. Health. Um... And it is a it is a massive thing, isn't it? Like especially if you're passionate about health and fitness and stuff. What is there a criteria? Is it like how do you decide on who's going to be on that front cover? It's, has it changed? Has your has the criteria changed? Is there even a criteria actually? Um, the the criteria simply is that the person needs to live wellness. So we wouldn't put a celebrity on the cover unless they genuinely were part of a wellness lifestyle and there were and there was evidence of that on their Instagram or in the media etc um and then 
the criteria has changed in that I am changing up the covers. I'm trying to put more age diversity on there, more shape diversity. Mm. So we had Charlie Howard on there this year and she's a, a very famous, internationally famous, slightly curvier model. When I say in the fashion world, she considered plus size, faintly ridiculous because she's a size 12. Okay, so, yeah. But she is curvier than the, yeah. the standard woman self. And um, watch this space, but our December cover is curvier again. So, so I'm, I'm changing up the... Because um, the, it did used to be very six-packy, didn't it? Yes, yeah. And those covers do sell well, by of the course. way. Because it's, it's sort of aspiration. Because you do have to think um, about the business side of things as well, yeah. which I totally understand. Yeah. Um, and there is that, yeah, aspiration. So um, Melcy is on there this month. Yeah, but um, I mean... Yeah, that's gone down a storm. She's on. great. She's, She's amazing. Was my idol growing up, same, like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah same. Boy, spy, and she, you know, undeniably looks incredible. You know, she she trains. She's I mean, there's no very, denying that she is into her fitness. Yeah, she and she always has been. Yeah. But equally, her her story's very inspirational. She's very open about mental health struggles, about the fact she had eating disorder in her 20s. She talks about that she's a mum now. She's in her mid-40s. And she talks about the messaging that she tries to get across to her daughter, who's 10 or 11, mm. I think. So um, I want the, the cover star to have a genuine, credible story as mm. well. So Emily Skye was on the October yes. issue. And influencers and I hate that word, but influencers do send, tend to sell well because people are very engaged with them on yes. their social following. And she's had a but really interesting journey. She's just absolutely. become a mum, hasn't she? Yes, and she has been criticised for having a slightly crinkly mum term, crazy. Oh you know, goodness. she gets attacked if she puts those type of pictures up. She's had mental health issues where she almost took her own life. She's, you know, know she's that. got a sheep. She suffers from bloating and she'll put pictures up on her Instagram. Yeah, whereas that. one day she can have a quite a distended tummy. But she's been on a, on a real journey and, and her story is, is very interesting. So and then we've had other people on this year. So um, Emma Willis was, mm. was on, whom everyone loves and she is a mainstream celebrity. But she... Um, in, in her pictures, she's got a slightly crumbly mum term and we just printed those pictures, you know, there could be, there's nothing to be ashamed of. And when we sent those pictures out for press, PR to national newspapers, we had picture editors contacting us saying, are you sure you've sent us the right pictures? Because it's so unusual for celebrities to be okay to, with that. Yeah, to be okay with that and just show Have you had anyone side. say, right, I need to Photoshop my front cover? Or? Well, we, we as, as a brand, we, we don't Photoshop. So now I need to um, clarify exactly what I mean by that, Stan. So we would never Photoshop body shape. We would never change what someone looks like. But what we do do is bring someone's skin back to life so okay. what people might not realize but if you're shot shot in a studio with strong lights that can make the skin look mottled like you've been out in the cold you know that sort of slightly purpley yeah almost like you can see the veins type yeah. of thing so the only thing we do is bring the skin back to its original form so and you know, if there's a stray hair that's like oh, literally yeah, poking out there. That was happening yeah. to me in the, the shoe. They were like, yeah. I wanted like a slightly sort of looser ponytail because I don't look great with my hair straight back, but it just didn't work. So it was just like little bits. They were like, sorry, we're just not going to be able to get a smooth from here. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to have it all scraped back. So it's things like that we do. So it's not strictly true to say we don't Photoshop because I wouldn't say that's there's minimum. That's no. slight editing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Just, 
Uh, and people think photoshopping is like literally chopping inches off. No. We just wouldn't. No, we wouldn't of course do that. Not. Yeah. No, that's great. So moving on from this, a little bit about both of you. Um, I want to know. This is just like a bit of a random question, but I wanted to throw it in there. What What is your sort of? What do you like to indulge in? So moving away from women's health and body confidence and stuff, we, you know, it's, I mean, we like balance. You said you love a gummy sweet, but I just wanted to know, like, what do you, what do you love besides fitness? Do you, what's your pastime? Do you like a Radox bath? Or? I thought you said you like raving. I was going, yeah, actually, Connie, I do. Raving and Radox. Do you know what? I think for me, so my, my previous life, I, I kind of call it, before I was full-time in fitness, I worked for L'Oreal um, for five years. So I was kind of amongst the... The, the the beauty industry and I liked to, to party as well and that's cool and I think I kind of swung so hard the other way that I became Mrs Fitness and I was that person that when it came to midnight I put down my soda and I said see you guys because I, I didn't feel I could do both for, for a while because I was so relentless about pursuing a different part a different version of myself mm. And you know what, over the last, maybe maybe it's months or, or maybe in the last year, I'm just starting to find a balance that is like maybe old me and new me. And it oh. feels amazing. I, genuinely, I'm so content. Like as an example, this weekend, um, I went out to the Ned with my girlfriends. We went to see Pete Tong. And did I have 100 vodkas? No. Did I have 500? Yeah. <laughs> um, and, I wasn't and, expecting that. <laughs> no, but it, it was great for me because... yeah. It, did any, you know? Did I wake up and I was unfit? You, no, do you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, sometimes absolutely. you think, you know, if I do this, if I indulge, mm. I set myself back. Yeah. No, it was so good, and it was. It, I think also it's very important for me to show that I do that mm. as well because people don't want to think that I'm in the gym all the time. Do you know, you know? what, Bradley? I don't like talking about Bradley on here because we all hear enough about Brad. <laughs> but Bradley's the same, I think. I mean, he does love to go out and socialise. He loves his food and he needs to show more of that, I think. Yeah. He's a very fitness guy and he's very serious and it's like in the gym all the time and then all of a sudden he's like partying and it's like, what? Like, it's such a contrast. It's yeah. like, doesn't look like it fits there, but that is Bradley. Like, he does like to go out. This and- is the thing. Like, I was um, maybe a month or so ago, I was out with two girls, uh, two other trainers um, from my gym. And yeah, maybe when we're all out together, we probably look like, you know, who's the bodybuilders over there? <laughs> and people do come up to us and sort of, they sort of, you know, make a bit of a physical shape at us, sort of, you know, try and flex at us or whatever and then there was one particular point where I got recognized right so what are you drinking or can we have an arm wrestle and it just I think people just assume that that's all I'm interested in yeah that's why I asked this question yeah and you know perhaps I am in my online persona whatever it is mainly fitness because I guess that's my job and I do love it but there is another part of me that yeah, and it, likes and to socialise too. It also is important to show that your Instagram, this your brand, but it's not all of you. And we, we, we choose what we want to share. So it looks like I share all my life, but I don't. You know, I've got, I'm, I'm a mum now, so I'm sharing a little bit of that, but I don't show, share every single aspect of my life. We show you our highlight reel, yeah. we show what we want to show. Um, it's also become a business, so you know, you share what brands you're working with. So people have to remember that as well. Mm. You're not, your Instagram isn't all of you. Yeah. What about you, Claire? So I used to be good fun. <laughs> 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 what happened? Um, 
I'm pretty much exhausted the whole time because I, I do work for, uh, work full time and I do have two young children and I'm basically a single mum. But what I love is going to watch rugby. Rugby is my thing. Oh, that's, it, it's the Welsh in you, isn't yes, it? Yes, it's <laughs> like the Welsh in me. So I, I will go and watch Wales when they play at home at every opportunity. I like taking my son to go and watch Harlequins. Um, I'm in my element at the moment because it's the Rugby World Cup. So oh, yeah. I'm dragging Laura along <laughs> next week to watch oh, a match. She's gonna I've, got, I've got to learn loads of Welsh. Yeah, she's going to pretend That's to be great. Welsh. Um, <laughs> and then, Laura, you don't look well. <laughs> I'll be fine. I'm going to bring a flag. Um, and also, I do love time to myself. My yeah. my sort of typical, not typical, perfect Sunday afternoon would be having the house to myself and just pottering around. I know that sounds boring. No, it doesn't. I get yeah. that. I get um, that. Although I did used to be fun. And when I, I used to be a massive, well, true story, if you were to come to a barbecue at my house, I would get out my 12 tens because I used to DJ a bit. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't know this. Well, there you go. I was like, <laughs> Minister of Fitness. Here we go. go. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Pete Tong, who was, you know, my idol when I was growing up, when I saw that on your Instagram that you went to see Pete Tong oh, at the Ned, I was like, why was I, don't I know who that is. not, you don't know who Pete Tong no. is. Oh, now drinking? I feel old. Connie, are you, you okay? <laughs> no. Uh, who is it? He's like, uh, just, uh, he's a legendary he's a, he's a radio icon, one. So, yeah. Seven o'clock on a Friday night, Central Selection. No? I've never heard anyone say it's all gone Pete Tong. Yeah, but I didn't know that's because of him. I thought, <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's why when you said it, I thought... I thought, I don't know. But anyway, Ricky's going to kill me because he loves music. He'll know Can exactly we have Pete Tong at Women's Health Live? Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, get him DJing. See, I, your... I love to With party, you. but I'm not a massive music person. I don't know everything about music. See, I used to be mad, mad into dance music. I know. Who would have oh, is, he, is, that his, hey. is that his thing? Dance yeah. Music? yeah. That's probably why I don't know. Yeah. I've never really been a raver. I'm more I'm... of a Spice Girls kind of girl. Oh, same. Oh, you're a bit of everything. I like. Yeah, I like. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but yeah, I, dance music to me, yeah, it's just, I mean, I've been to Ibiza 18 times. Oh, okay. See, I probably have as well in my younger have days. You? Yeah. How am yeah, I only finding this it. out now? Do you want to go? I know. <laughs> <laughs> <Can you imagine? laughs> See, that's, that's, we've got something else in common. Yeah, let's go and train in Ibiza. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, with the kids. <laughs> next question I want to ask is pet hates in the fitness industry, because one of my pet hates there's two actually one is the whole nude leggings videoing up your bum oh, crack yeah sexualizing fitness drives me mad <laughs> and the the second one is i feel like at the moment having a physical goal is like against the law like saying right i'm gonna lose weight because i want to lose weight at the moment i feel like if i say that and mm. admit that on my instagram I'll get shut down. People see it as a dis- disservice to women, don't yeah. they? Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to lose weight. No, there isn't. Way. Yeah. At all. And my my focus is just to get healthier and losing weight. When I'm healthier, when I'm in my healthy zone, I just lose weight as mm. a as a thing. It just happens naturally. I don't. That's not my focus. But what's your pet hates? Fitness industry. Have you got any pet hates? Um, could I say a sort of swear word? Yeah. I hate it when people blow smoke up each other's asses on Instagram. You know, like, oh, he's so amazing. So oh, amazing. I so know. Like, everyone's amazing. And and you <laughs> know that, but you also know that they don't actually think that of each other and they just want to yeah. collaborate. Yeah. How many followers you got? Yeah, you're amazing. <laughs> I mean, if, it, if it's authentic, then that's great. But yeah. I do think a lot of people say it to everyone and they can't possibly mean it. I think a lot of it's disingenuous. Yeah, fair enough. I get that. I, I agree. 
Um, I agree with you. I'm also not a fan of the the up the bum angles. Um, I'm not a fan of the um, abs workout seven day abs things. That's oh, like yeah. um, there's one short in, term. Yeah, there's one in particular. Some sort of that I saw. I won't mention any names. Some sort of hourglass figure workout plan. Okay, you're either born with an hourglass figure, or you're not. Right, and I just looked at it and I thought, it's a shame, oh my god, isn't it? But I I I've thought. Wow, that's awful as a professional, but also the amount of women that would probably try and do that yeah. and think, well, because, so my pet hate, sorry to clarify, is that followers equals knowledge. Oh, yeah, a lot of people are, yeah, a lot of them are not qualified and some of them are spouting yeah. off quite it's dangerous. dangerous. I was about to say, yeah, some, especially some of the nutrition advice I read. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not qualified, I'm not a nutritionist, but I've been in this industry for long enough that I know what is correct and what yeah. isn't. Exactly. And some of the nonsense, and you have very gullible young girls being really quite persuaded by yeah. people just because they have 100,000 plus followers when how they got those followers is probably because they're doing our shots. Yeah, yes. and, and most That's of them, exactly, yeah, yeah, and there might be a lot of men following them as yeah. well. So, yeah. So you have to look at those demographics. Mm. And I really, really am hating the whole calorie deficit, calorie deficit, calorie deficit, doesn't matter what you eat, yeah. being a calorie deficit and you'll lose weight and it's really aggressive and it's like, fuck everyone else being a calorie deficit and i'm not about that about. i'm not about that mm. i'm not about that so because um, if i lived off a packet of fruit pastels and uh you know a cadbury's cream egg every day i'd lose weight but would i be healthy and happy no no so on that same strand of, of not naming any names but what i really don't like is people trying to gain n- notoriety on instagram via slagging off other people yes mm. i i i personally believe and i i whatever followers i have as a result of me just talking my message i'm fine with because what i don't think is cool is saying this person is doing this it's it's wrong i just think own your message do it well and whoever finds you and follows you as a result of that great great just don't don't worry about trying to drag everyone Bring else down. Bringing someone else down to make yourself look good. It's just not my gem. It's billyish, isn't it, really? I think it is. Yeah, it is. Absolutely hate it. So hopefully that can be the next thing that stops. Because I can't stand it either. I think it's horrible. Um, okay, so to round it all up, I always ask my guests to give a piece of advice that you'd either give to your younger self or to the listeners. It can or can It can relate to both. So Claire, do you want to go first? Mine would be to young girls from similar background to me, which is a socially deprived background, um, would say to them that you are worth it and you do belong. Because I know that if you're from a working class background, sometimes you don't have the confidence to think that you can succeed in a professional environment when you are up against people with cut glass accents that may have gone to to public schools, etc. So my advice to the younger me and to girls who may look up to me is that you can do it, you do belong and you are worth it. Love that. And your accent's great. I love the Welsh accent. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a week to practice it. <laughs> I can only say, currently I've got tidy. <laughs> and it doesn't it sounds half Essex, doesn't it? Terrible. I know, I'm sorry. I've, I've genuinely collated a, a gaggle of Welsh people to go and watch one of the Wales matches. <laughs> and, um, and it includes Laura. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gonna be fine. Laura, um, your bit of advice. So I guess my, my bit of my bit of advice would be to the the young girl that's looking at herself in the mirror and is comparing herself to someone who probably doesn't even look like that person, to not allow 
it to stop you from living the life that you deserve to go after Mm. because I've stopped myself from doing things I've said I won't go to social events I won't try and pursue you know relationships or whatever male male and female because I didn't feel good enough Mm. and it stopped me from doing a lot Mm. and I've had that time where I've gone today I don't feel good I'm not I'm either not going to school I'm not going to the party and I've stopped myself from experiencing life. And what would have happened if I'd gone? I probably would have had a good time. Yeah. No one's judging you. So everyone's just thinking about themselves. So focus on prioritizing yourself and your own mental health and wellness. And as Claire's earlier said, the rest will follow. Oh gosh, wow. I feel like I've had a therapy session. That's amazing. Should we all have a cry? Yeah, I nearly cried. That was really emotional. <laughs> in Welsh. Because I can... <laughs> Because I, well. I can relate to it, and I know so many um, listeners <laughs> and women listening will. Um, that was amazing. Thank you so much, guys. Thank, Thank you for having us. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe, and maybe even share with a friend if you think they could benefit from listening to Growing Up Female. I'll be back next Wednesday with another amazing female. See you then. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.